Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another edition of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. This week, we're going to look at what Crater says about the busy dead, Carl. Apparently, uh, the, the departed are quite busy and active up in heaven, um, you know, and, and contrary to what people might think is just an ongoing vacation. Well, we've been sort of primed with more lack of information than having inspiration about what happens in the afterlife. I, I remember growing up and you know, seeing kind of regular cartoons of some angel with a harp sitting on a cloud, you know, and <laughs> there'd be some little tagline or something about it. But it sort of left a vacuum. You know, what do they do all day? And are there days even? <laughs> so, yes, good question. <laughs> and the ability to interact from the human plane is kind of the point of what we do, because I do a lot of channeling of beings in the light about all kinds of things. And many of the former people from the uh, from the news, figures who are in, in the uh, government and military, in positions of authority as thinkers and scholars and on and on, as well as some people in the... Uh, you know, healing arts and humanitarians of different sorts and, and some bad guys, too, some people who have had bad things happen. So uh, th- this is routine for me, and it, it's kind of interesting to look at what someone else has done with this. Yes, because what the questions come from uh, a psychic medium who's written a book. Uh, and I've been doing a lot of kind of a deep dive study of mediums, you know, especially the more public ones, the pronounced ones, because frankly, they're getting momentum, Carl. You know, they're, they're, they've got there's a number of shows that have aired recently. There's one that's out right now. Um, they have quite a bit of popularity. It's getting to the point that most people, especially in the United States, have at least heard of these shows. So there's there's momentum going on there, and it's worth taking a look at, which is what we're kind of trying to do here. We're going to kind of do a little bit of an investigation of this. Mm-hmm. U.S. creator Conchetta Bertoldi is a psychic medium and best-selling author of four books. In her book, I Kissed a Ghost and I Liked It, she writes, Often when we have these uncanny feelings, we might later say to a friend, Something just told me that it wasn't safe to go there or to not trust that person. Well, guess what? It isn't some thing, it was some one. What is Creator's perspective? All right, and this is what I received in answer in channeling Creator of all it is. There are many sources of influence beyond the self and one's own inner resources. This includes divine beings that might be Creator, one's higher self, loved ones in the light, or those assigned to watch over you directly. You may also have inner knowing through your own intuitive reach. There is darkness lurking and avoid an encounter more directly by heeding the inner warning you are perceiving and correctly assigning the meaning in the way of having misgivings or even fear. Entering an unfamiliar place or encountering a person who seems somehow unpleasant 
and triggers an inner alarm. So there are many ways you get information and knowledge about the wider world around you. It pays to listen and also to develop your own radar, so to speak. And you can do this by reaching out to the Almighty for help to hone and cultivate your intuitive reach, as well as requesting the involvement of loved ones to work on your behalf in assisting your life to run smoothly and safely along the way. So really, Crater's saying in a nice way here that uh, Conchetta's statement is really not that encompassing, you know, that there's it's not just a someone. It's it's uh, there's a lot of sources for inspiration, intuition. Some of it can be direct, I suppose. Yes, and and the way it works is it comes filtered through your subconscious mind as your own thought, and this is why it's kind of difficult to pin down and isn't very striking, and it it, it it's often unrecognized for what it is because it seems like you just thought of something, and it could be a direct communication from yeah. the spirit realm or from the higher self uh, as a uh, link to your soul in, in the heavenly realm. But I think there's good advice being given here that if you reach out to God and ask for assistance to help develop your intuition, you will be answered and there will be some help given you know, with other criteria being needed. You have to have belief and so on. But, but uh, th- this is important to know. There's yeah, tons absolutely. of people out there wanting to do spiritual work, and they're doing it all on their own steam. They, yeah. They've sort of left God behind. They don't think that's really relevant anymore for whatever reason. They've moved away from formal religion long ago and so on. And they're really missing out because we're really restricted here in, in what we can do individually. Indeed. U.S. creator Conchetta Bertoldi wrote about her God Squad and that everyone has their very own God squad of guardian angels, guides, and members of their soul group who are always there looking after you. Your God squad will often consist of deceased family members, and even and especially ones you never met in physical life, such as grandparents who died before you were born, as well as souls you've known well in past lives, but who remained in the light while you were incarnated for this go-around. What is Creator's perspective on the term God squad and the definition for it provided here? All right, and this is what Creator says. This is a fairly complete list of possible beings who will take not only an interest in you, but have an official and formal responsibility for your guardianship. What is left out, chiefly, is the higher self. Every individual has an extension of the soul still within the divine realm that is a part of their being, but an in-between emissary from your soul to help oversee your life and give you guidance and support and often act on behalf of creator in that capacity. The higher self is the go-to authority when it comes to anything influencing you in the physical during your incarnation. When you have guardian angels watching out for your safety, there may be situations that come up which are a gray area because of a karmic imperative for you to encounter difficulty. That could be forestalled by the guardian, but might not be in your best interest, as if it teaches you a karmic lesson much needed, especially if it is in a gentler way in the moment and would be harsher or maybe even lead to a fatality if delayed, so the karma festers and grows with intensity. This is a judgment call, 
and an example of why the higher self must weigh in according to the rules of engagement. Even God will not change someone for the better without permission of the higher self. That is paying due respect for your sovereignty as having free agency and free will. That agreement to give you control over your own self and destiny is a sacred pact. Not even the Almighty will overstep in always seeking permission from the higher self as it cannot usually interact with your conscious level. The deep subconscious or even the upper subconscious reaches of the mind you might be aware of. Everyone has guardian angels and spirit guides assigned for their assistance to watch for opportunities to bring important learning their way and help to arrange interactions with other people in the living through interfacing with their spirit guides and perhaps higher selves as well. These are things like a potential life partner one might marry because there is already a soul connection from prior incarnations as husband and wife or helping to pave the way for entry in a job situation and launch a career by going to the best organization that could foster that where one is met by soul-based beings already known to them from prior involvements in other lifetimes. So there will be an affinity and a common interest because the parties will be in harmony from the outset and may well have arranged prior to their lives in the current incarnation to come together for such a purpose, to help one another. This has many benefits. It adds to growth and wisdom through taking commitments, through making commitments and seeing to one's obligations. The many acts of loving kindness engineered in this way serve the soul and will add positive karma to aid their future as well. So this interplay with a spirit team consisting of multiple players and varied duties is not only a good idea and a benefit, but quite important for you in your life in the physical because you are in a highly dangerous environment with many forces of darkness wanting to interfere with you and cause you harm. So this is not being over fussy, as might be seen with the child of a rich family having a squad of nannies and tutors and perhaps a maid and personal assistant watching over them and seeing to their every need and perhaps even undercutting learning and growth by enabling their being placid, expecting things to come easily, and so forth. You have the best of both worlds present always at your elbow, so to speak, but must know you can call on them to get the most out of their presence. There are many ways they are constrained without a request from the human in the physical. So it is good to learn about this and what one can do to make their life better through partnering with Creator. Well, I think my major takeaway from this answer is the chief position the higher self plays within this context. Um, you know, a question that unfortunately didn't make it into this uh, show because of, of space constraints uh, is where I, I approached my uh, chiropractor. I had a thought to just like share a humorous line. He said, oh, I'm so glad you're here, doctor. I thought you'd be in Maui. And it turned out he was supposed to be in Maui, actually. <laughs> and when we asked Creator about this uh, exchange, Creator said that it was entirely divinely inspired, 
But what had happened is his higher self had reached out to my higher self to ask if an arrangement could be made by which I could become aware of the need of a woman who was deceased. So the the interaction of the higher selves is the big takeaway, the important thing to, I think, recognize here, Carl. Well, and, and this isn't taught to people. No. There's more awareness of guardian angels and even spirit guides due to the spiritual uh, movements that have come along. But they usually leave God out of the picture, and they don't talk about the higher self. That's a little too uh, old school, perhaps. I don't know the the rationale for that. But it's ignorance, really, and it's a mis communication and a misdirection that is ongoing. There is a lot of disinformation of spiritual yes. uh, matters and phenomena, unfortunately. It's the working of the darkness, and the darkness is real, yep. and that's just what happens. So, But knowing about the higher self gives you an extra tool to utilize because you can talk to it. Oh, yeah. And you can ask for things. And it's your local control, and it's your link to the divine. And if you ask your higher self to help you, and also consult with Creator. Yes, if we're going to highlight in this next question. Yeah. You asked, <laughs> you asked Creator. Kajeta Bertoldi wrote, I talk to my God squad all the time. If I'm going to do something important that I have some concerns about, I might ask them to be with me. And, and just by asking, I know they will be there. We at Get Wisdom have learned, however, that if talking to our God squad is all we do, then we can only receive what they can provide in terms of their own energetic reach. If one's time is limited, would it be more efficacious to talk to Creator first and then include our God squad if it satisfies a personal need for connectedness to those they love in the light? Are we correct in surmising that in many cases, Creator will delegate to our God squad anyway? In other words, is it more important to partner with Creator than with our own God squad. What is creator's perspective? Yes, and by the way, every time I say the word creator or it's used here, we're talking about God. Yes. We're just using a more generic term because that's associated with the Judeo-Christian religious heritage and not the Muslim and, and, and so on. And other deity uh, designations that are used around the world in various cultures. So, so I use creator of all that is to be kind of more uh, inclusive to honor that idea of a source of creation of the universe, which is what God is. So we're not in, in, in opposed or in, in conflict with anyone, and that's certainly our intention. All right, so here's the answer about this. Going to God versus a God squad, a, a group that we might be aware of. Creator says, we teach the lesson again and again that people are settling for less when they do not reach out to the Almighty always with a request to at least be a part of what might happen and have authority because it is being requested to act on a person's behalf if a very high-level source of assistance turns out to be essential to bring about the desired response. Because you are in charge of your life and your part of the world and all that happens, the divine cannot act unilaterally without some input from you requesting something to happen for your benefit. If there are requests in the form of prayer, for example, to be kept safe, 
the guardian angels will have that extra capability to intervene if you put yourself in harm's way unwittingly. But there are many circumstances, especially when it comes to your deep past history, holding many landmines that can be unearthed and cause problems. Things like chronic illness, emotional problems, career failures, marital discord and breakup, and on and on that need very deep and complex divine healing to minimize their negative impact. If you ask a spirit guide to take on your healing needs, that will greatly limit the range of possibilities. So it is better to go to God first and then include permission for any and all who are the best resource to come to your aid as things develop and assistance is warranted. That gives you the best of both worlds and the greatest flexibility for creator to orchestrate a plan for you that not only attends to an immediate need, but can orchestrate even lifelong goals and achievements to come about where things are arranged to amplify your effectiveness and increase the number of favorable opportunities that come your way that you can exploit to best advantage. Without divine assistance in the form of inspiration, guidance, healing, and protection, you are naked and alone, and your life will suffer as a consequence. So, what we're <laughs> in a nutshell, as much as you may love your departed grandmother, she's probably not going to be able to carry out a soul matrix healing for you. <laughs> yes, there's there are many complex divine interventions that can be arranged for the asking, but you have to be savvy. You have to understand how to interact. You have to understand the requisites to do so in the form of having a belief quotient, both in God and in yourself, in order for that to even be considered. That's one of the one of the requirements. You know, who knew? We thought yeah. if we're weak and helpless, that's when you need the Almighty, and that's when you should pray and so on. But good luck with that, because if you believe you're helpless, God has to let you be helpless, because yeah. you're in charge, not God. And so these are important factors. So what we're about in wanting to help people heal and bring more insights to them is how to empower each and every one of us to do better at this. And so we're getting a, a, a kind of a lesson in using these questions as a springboard. Well, you can get that springboard, <laughs> the Lightworker Healing Protocol, actually, uh, by downloading the ebook, getwisdom.com slash LHP, getwisdom.com slash LHP. And uh, you can also check out a lot of divine wisdom. Uh, when I say a lot, I'm not kidding, at uh, getwisdom.com slash DB. That's the getwisdom.com divine wisdom database, where questions just like us in this show are cataloged and put on the put on the internet for you to look for through our website and you can search for these questions and you can read the answers and there's thousands of them carl how many are there now how many thousand um uh, we've got about six thousand pages of questions wow. and answers you know there, there's yeah so about read all them kinds all. of things all kinds of things well read them all while we're on break and we'll be right back <laughs> with more get wisdom right after this <laughs>
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of this week's, this week's Get Wisdom. We are looking at what Creator says about uh, the busy departed. Uh, apparently that, you know, when your ancestors are, are up there, you lose your parents, if you have a tragic accident, lose somebody that's much younger and closer to you, they're not gone. They're there and they're at peace for the most part, especially if they make it to the light. Um, but that's kind of another bias, unfortunately, that we're seeing with a lot of these mediums is they're pretty much channeling only people that are in the light. And the whole danger of being in limbo and not having a good passage is kind of glossed over, Carl. Yeah, and it is unfortunate because it assumes things are better than they truly happen to be. There are many who are in limbo and suffering, suffering greatly. And it doesn't speak to true healing for people. It gives people some reassurance, some solace, their loved one lives on and even is not available to them directly. They're still out there somewhere and and, and it's a great comfort. Yeah. But in terms of helping people with their lives materially, even with grief, there's deeper repair that is needed. And, and there are a lot of divine healing needs to be done. And by and large, the, the mediums aren't doing healing work. They're, they're doing communication, bridging, and that's a, a valuable service. But it's a lost opportunity, and that, that's the, the shame of it, unfortunately. Yes, agreed. The lost opportunity aspect, especially. U.S. creator Conchetta Bertoldi wrote, Another thing the dead are good at is manipulating electricity, whether they are just letting you know they're there or whether they're doing something helpful. The spirits are made entirely of energy themselves, and anything electrical can be influenced from the lights in the home to smartphones to digital clocks. What is Creator's perspective? All right, and this is what Creator says. This is quite true. And both spirits in the higher astral plane, as well as spirits in limbo, may impinge on the awareness of humans and the living in this fashion by using the electrical devices in the environment as a way to make their presence known as a message or signal. 
Along with that may well be a message energetically of intention that might well be perceived intuitively by a human noticing something strange, like a light flashing on and off, tuning into it intuitively to see what may be going on, and then getting a bad feeling because there's something malevolent present. But if such is not the case, it will be simply a matter of curiosity, most likely, unless a person is conditioned through prior encounters with unpleasantness to have a kind of conditioned fear response to anything that seems paranormal. So humans are not always accurate in the way they interpret such things. But we can tell you that the true meaning is often missed. If it is someone in the light wanting to send a message, that can be done indirectly through being a cl closer to the lower astral plane and to your energy as a being in the physical. So here again, the spirit team might be involved to complete the circuit, so to speak, and impinge on an electronic device in some way to leave a sign something unusual has happened. And indeed, your channel has examples from his clients and followers of Get Wisdom remarking on many such interactions. For example, receiving messages on their cell phone or a text message that has a meaning for the person coming from a departed loved one. There are many, many experiences like this that are unrecorded and thereby ignored by the mainstream. If you look at current television fare, you will find consistently programs devoted to spirit phenomena, ghosts, apparitions, things moving, electrical devices acting strangely. This may well be earthbound spirits wanting to get attention, hoping they can get some help from the living because they're lost and confused. Or it could be a malevolent spirit who knows more about what is going on, but is seeking to do harm and has a dark focus, and this can be truly a menace and a real threat to safety. So it is always good to bring in some healing efforts when such phenomena are observed. It might well be that a loved one in the light is wanting to send a message to their loved one because there is a need for healing they do not appreciate. But it may be possible to have a human healer come their way if an encounter can be arranged to look into the paranormal phenomenon being exhibited to see what the issue might be. So here again, the spirit team can be at work doing things indirectly to inspire a useful outcome to come about that cannot be simply ordered from on high through an explicit instruction, as that would be leading, which is not allowed. Well, I think this really gives us some powerful insight into the activities of our deceased uh, loved ones, our, our God squad, so to speak. They really are um, wanting us to awaken, it seems, spiritually. And we see instance after instance of them trying to get our attention, but within the rules, which are very strict and very tight. So there's not a there's not a big window of opportunity for them to be able to manipulate things to get our attention, but what they have available to them, they try to make the most of, Carl. Yeah, indeed. This this is the this is a big dilemma. We're too passive, we're too complacent, and we our belief is too shaky. Yeah. And all of that needs some shoring up and some uh, empowerment to take a more active role to help ourselves through the divine. Absolutely. U.S. creator Conchetta Bertoldi wrote. Sometimes people let religion stand between them and something that could give them comfort or make them happy. 
One day, a born-again Christian woman who recently lost her husband was walking on the beach near her home and saw a heart drawn in the sand that said, I love you, Matt. I love you, Matt. (laughs) Matt was her husband's name. The heart was above the water lines, so no waves could reach it, but also there were no footprints around it. She told the story to her friend, but the moment her friend suggested it was her deceased husband, she got very angry and said, absolutely not. That would be the work of the devil. The story may illustrate how the dead do attempt to reach out to the living, but don't always succeed. What is Creator's perspective? All right, Creator says, this is a good example of the self-inflicted penalty from lack of belief, which may stem from simply a lack of understanding of how the divine works, the reality of the kinds of phenomena we are discussing here with you and the possibility of a continuity of engagement by souls between realms of living and the dead who are not truly dead, but simply elsewhere, and somehow must bridge that gap in order to create evidence of the continuity of existence. That was the purpose of the message in the sand. It was done in a way to honor the continued love for the departed husband, but without creating the improbable miracle of writing out a personalized answer from the husband that might convince the wife beyond all doubt she was hearing from beyond the veil. The reason a stronger demonstration of the reality of spirit communication was not done was limited by the woman herself and level of belief she held about such things, which clearly was meager. So this is an example of why there are not more miracles on record. It is because the skeptics would be disrespected by overriding their free will choice to disbelieve and forcing on them proof to the contrary they are wrong about their view of things. This the divine will not do because of honoring free will always. You know, this reminds me of... uh... Someone that you know, Carl, the, you know, magician James Randi, the, the, ma- the master skeptic who has departed, actually. Uh, but there's stories upon stories of lots of mediums and people with psychic abilities that suddenly, grew, you know, could went silent. You know, their, their abilities stopped working in his presence, you know, almost miraculous in a sense. So it was, you know, of course, Randi dismissed it all, but the... The psychics and the mediums themselves were shocked at that the, their sudden being closed off that way. But it was his belief that was operating in that moment. Yes, well, this is a strict and, and, and hard rule about not exceeding human power and control. This, this statement, they're not allowed to lead. Even God is not allowed to lead you. And this is what people want. You know, God, show me what what to do. What do I do with my life? Where do I need to go? Who do I need to see? What's my purpose? What what career should I have? They can't tell you directly. That's leading. So you've got to work with the divine as a partner. And so that's another lesson for another day. But that's that's the the basic mechanism going on. We're supposed to partner with the divine and figure out how to do that and get the most out of it. And it's not easy and straightforward because no. <laughs> they can't do all the work for you. Yeah. It's, a, it's a complex undertaking. For sure. well, it's simple, but it's complex. It's, yeah, it's one of those things. You asked creator, Consented Bertoldi wrote how she passed on a message from a boy's deceased mother about guilt he felt and his fear of being judged. 
The mother in spirit told him he would be met by unconditional love. She said to him, don't ever be afraid of God, and that he, her son, would not be judged. What is creator's perspective? All right, this is the answer. We see this as a very valuable message and a quite divine and loving truth of great benefit to the son left behind. It is divine wisdom on display because of the many humans who have their lives constrained through fear and uncertainty about being more open and approaching the Almighty with only their thoughts through prayer, but might feel unworthy and hesitate and over time move away from any such inclinations and thus miss a huge opportunity to get their life on track and have ongoing divine partnership as a resource available to them all day long when that is cultivated and prized through regular and routine requests to us for assistance. This is your birthright, and if you choose to ignore it, we must do the same and leave you be to figure things out and act on your own using your own knowledge and capabilities. This will diminish you because you are ignoring a potential strengthening and amplification of your reach available to you through enlisting our assistance. And that can come in any number of ways to help you meet goals you find important and perhaps necessary for your life journey, given the yearnings of your soul and having a life plan, even if only dimly perceived as a physical being. You will be impulsed with suggestions all along the way to guide you towards your plan when you stray. The more you embrace this possibility of help being given and actively requested, the more frequently that can be offered to you, and the more effectively the gesture can be made to come about in the level of energy for the engagement and its intensity and effectiveness. As a consequence, the more you want something, the more likely it will come about. Belief as a general principle will only work for you if you are engaging the divine realm to bring something to you from the universe. You cannot do this from your thoughts alone as a physical human. Any miracles you call forth will be the doing of the divine. There is no reason to be shy or hesitant to engage with us. We love and cherish you, after all, and want your success, because it will please us as well as you, and even more greatly, because we appreciate more than you do all that you face working against you, and we find every small forward step you make thrilling to behold as a demonstration of your divinity being chosen and put to work by you. Why would we not want to participate more directly in bringing that about with greater effectiveness and certainty? We love being involved with you, but unfortunately for many, many human beings, we are only a witness standing beside them their entire time of their lives, but helpless to intervene with assistance of any kind because we are not invited. So, you know, I began this whole investigation of mediums because I'm kind of, you know, looking for a way to help build bridges from 
doubt about creator, about even the existence of an anti-life, of an afterlife, and seeing if by, you know, looking at some of these other resources that are publicly available that are even well-known, in fact, whether there can be some help that can be given to people to help make that next step. Because if you believe, if you can come to believe that there's life after death, it's a lot easier to believe in a creator. And if you believe in a creator, it's a lot easier to believe in a creator that can intervene and partner with you. So we're, we're trying to build these connections. But we have to warn the viewer, please, 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 you got to be careful about taking too much of what these mediums write or say as, as at face value, as, as a be-all, end-all. They are limited in their reach as well, in the same way that the departed are also limited in their reach. That's why it's so necessary to partner with Creator directly, Carl. Yes, and this this is one of the problems that the the religious, the spiritual people have all met with corruption of holy, divine wisdom imparted through the ages in various ways, through prophets and so on. And we've gotten part of the story, but not the whole story. And it's a problem of communication that makes that so. And also the fact we're being messed with. We're being blocked and hindered to have that happen with clarity. And that's the problem we were created to deal with, frankly. And so we're in the middle of it, suffering it along with everyone who's come before us. So this is this is a grand test of us and an opportunity to become greater than we think we are. But you have to start with belief and help build that and cultivate it to get somewhere. And if you're not a believer, you're left out. You're right. on the sidelines and people can pray for you and help you. And the divine might keep you breathing but there's precious little more they can do than that basic contract because it's up to you to run your life then. Yes. And some people do okay, but some people lose out big time because they get sidelined, they get crushed by the difficulties of life and there's no one to help them other than their own resources. And when that gives out, they're done. They've yeah. got no no cards to play. Well, you know, Creator said, I think on the last radio show that if you become witness to the paranormal, that can really help and you know create and reinforce beliefs that you have. You know, if you if you weaken your belief, but you witness something truly paranormal, that can really bolster the belief. So there's help to be had there, but and you can seek out your own paranormal experiences. But I think even better is you can sample and partake of the experiences of others. You know, there's plenty of books out there on paranormal phenomena. There's plenty of shows now on TV uh, about life after death, near-death experiences, ghosts, and all this stuff. So there's plenty of evidence out there. You just need to look at it with a critical mind. And it can help reinforce the belief that there is more than just this world at stake here. That's all we're trying to do. And build to the belief of the partnership with Creator. That's exactly where we want you to get to. But, and we're just trying to, to make that path a little bit easier to walk, Carl. Yeah, every life is a miracle, and every person can call forth miracles. They might be on a small personal level, but what's wrong with that? If it saves you from an early death, for example, that has tremendous value for you personally. And whether you convince others that you were saved by God or whatever, I mean, that's that's a detail. It, it, it would be fun and nice to be able to do that, but... 
That's not what this is about. It's worth prevailing and succeeding in spite of the challenge to belief and challenge to faith. That's a that's that's the difficulty universally. Yes. Getting enough people with enough faith to get over the hump and make a difference to change the world for the better. Well, we can help you with that faith issue, that faith dilemma. Go hop on over to GetWisdom.com and check out all of our content there. There's uh, enough to keep you busy for quite a while. You can get that started on break as we have one right now. We'll be right back with more Get Wisdom right after this. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final segment of this week's Get Wisdom. We are surveying what uh, Creator has to say about the busy dead, about the activities of our departed loved ones, our angels and guides as well, and how they uh, assist us in our spiritual journeys and protect us oftentimes from uh, hazards in life and sometimes reach out to us to give us personal messages as well. Yeah, this is uh, an area of growing interest for people. There's been many communications that are on record and many programs showcasing these sorts of phenomena. But the big picture is that applies to us as much as anybody you see on television. You have a consciousness, you have a link to the divine, whether you believe in it or know of it, and you have loved ones who have preceded you. And that's the reason you're here. Loved ones created you through that <laughs> collaboration to yeah. help your soul project here into the physical. So you can do with it what you choose, but if you want to make the most of it and grow in, in in spiritual stature, which is the point of existence to expand, then you need to partner with Creator to get that job that job done. Absolutely. <clears throat> you asked Creator. Conchetta Bertoldi wrote, "I feel perfectly comfortable saying that I could not do this work 
without God's permission and blessing. She is one in 50,000 people, according to Creator, who possess the pronounced ability to communicate directly with the dead. How can Empowered Prayer and the Lightworker Healing Protocol create a future where everyone has the ability to safely communicate directly with spirit the way Conchetta does? Right, and this is what Creator tells us. What she says is quite true and is true for everyone. You are here because we were here first and created you to exist and have the life you are experiencing currently, as well as all the other lifetimes you have engaged with and experienced. This is a very large and complex undertaking of a multitude of souls with many agendas that all converge on the simple goal of expansion in a loving way to add a richness and variety of pleasure and joy in being a part of everything that unfolds. It is entirely a positive intention. So any kind of negativity will be felt through slowing things down and perhaps acting as a break and an impediment as well, a true hurdle that must be vaulted to continue on the journey. Many are lost and effectively their life is dead in the water, so to speak, because they have become helpless through giving up on themselves and perhaps giving up on us as well. It is often the case that giving up on us allowed them to give up on life because they did not have us as a resource to counterbalance the negativity coming their way from being around others who are dark through inner corruption that has happened in circumstances greatly challenging to happiness and well-being. It is difficult to remain positive and steadfast when challenged in a threatening fashion especially. That is a test of faith always, and the great meaning of that is, we know it is possible for you to surmount almost anything given an inner wherewithal of belief to keep you strong, no matter what comes your way and might be done to you. The purpose of existence, including especially all its negativity, is a tremendous opportunity to learn the ins and outs and the art of living, how to get it right, how to make it count, how to learn and grow effectively, and how to gain the rewards of having more love in your life you bring out from others through dispensing love to them. Most times it is your own suffering and your own failings that take the wind out of your sails and bring recurring episodes of failure and lifetime after lifetime in many cases. What is needed is a way to heal the wounds when they are happening and not let them fester unattended and unresolved. The great leveler, the law of cause and effect, often referred to as the law of karma, keeps everything honest and assigns responsibility for one's own energy and one's own doings, whether helpful or unhelpful, and to whom that energy impinged and caused a change for better or worse. The consequences will always cycle back to you with rewards and blessings if you have done something in the way of loving kindness or as harm, limitation, and lack if you have harmed yourself or others. It might be a renewed struggle with an old enemy who reincarnates and finds their way to you to reawaken an old feud or points of friction. 
The point of it is to give you an opportunity to do it better, to set things right, and to heal it once and for all as an opportunity for both learning and growth to happen. When there is continued wounding, it makes things worse. It ups the ante, so to speak, and the next go-round, courtesy of the law of karma, might be more severe and more violent with the intention of increasing the burden in order for it to receive higher priority. Not simply to punish you and make you suffer, but that will indeed happen as a consequence when things have been neglected again and again through ignorance. The way forward is to deal with your past, and the only effective way you can do that is with divine help. Prayer, using the prayer empowerments we have inspired your channel to bring forward, are a great first step to use in setting things right, in preparing your own path and evolving a life strategy, because it will get healing started and bring in divine counsel and support, which will be of material benefit to you all the way along. For urgent and deep healing for the big agendas, the big issues still unresolved that are holding you back, especially, it is critical to get divine assistance. And the very best way for that to happen is using the Lightworker Healing Protocol, because it is a comprehensive series of requests addressing every type of negativity and harm that can befall a person, along with an antidote requested from the light to go to work on the issue and set it right, render it neutral energetically, so the recipient of the healing is off the hook and will escape any future karmic consequences. Because the law of karma is satisfied in the process of healing to neutralize the stored negativity and change the energetic signature for the traumas that have happened, and the law of karma will be satisfied it has been reckoned with and put right, the universe will be in better balance and you will be happy and carefree without those dark clouds hanging over you. Those pitfalls of life can be addressed effectively through the Lightworker Healing Protocol proactively. So this protocol is a great prophylactic benefit that can be of value again and again on a lifelong basis because there are many karmic milestones that have inherently landmines you can step on, so to speak, to cause the reawakening of prior traumas and failings, because they will resonate with a current challenge in the life experience. And the law of karma will see this and bring them to life as a reminder, and they may well become an obstacle to forward progress unless they are healed, and healed effectively not just paid lip service through a token gesture or even costly treatments that do not heal with the true underlying causes and are, in effect, worthless in leaving you still suffering under the weight of your karmic backlog. You have powerful opposition as a species wanting to subjugate and control you and now threatening your very existence with a plan to annihilate everyone on your planet. The only way this can be stopped is through using empowered prayer and the Lightworker Healing Protocol to bring healing to bear for your tormentors, the perpetrators bringing about the subjugation and the dark plans for your demise. If you can heal them by raising them up so they leave you alone and depart, 
you will be saved. And all that you have done to work on unhealed trauma will bring the greatest benefit you could ever imagine, not only for yourself personally, but all your loved ones. And beyond that, to everyone in the galaxy, including those perpetrators who, without you, are not only lost, but doomed. Your souls are immortal, and you will live on somewhere, even if there is no earth for you to inhabit. But the extraterrestrials and dark spirits who undermine you and have dark designs on your future existence can only go so long living with such depravity in their thinking before they are cut off entirely from divine support and as a consequence of their own poor choices will be doomed. Everything is at stake and whether you choose to heed this warning and encouragement to embrace the divine wisdom we offer and the teachings we have given to take some of your time to work in earnest on this healing mission. It is why you were created to exist in the first place. And it is the purpose of your current life because you knew this was going on before you incarnated and you chose to be here at the turning point that would decide the fate of humanity and many other worlds. But as with everything, it is your free will choice to embrace or ignore. But as with all human choice, you will live or not according to the consequences they bring about. Well, we certainly learned about the importance of having belief, Carl, but uh, Creator is emphatically coming here in this last channeling and saying, having belief alone is really not going to help you much if you don't put it into action by making requests to turn the, the interlopers around to heal them because they are our number one problem. So Creator is bringing our number one dilemma as a species, as a, as a divine human project for in all of humanity to the forefront and reminding us yet again, this is priority number one. Yeah, it's do or die time and we've been shown the way. And for the first time, we have better tools, tools capable of turning this all around. Empowered prayer, prayer that is effective and not a weak, inefficient prayer. And specific high powered healing in divine instructions taught to us from the divine, how they heal. And when we ask for things to be done at that level, that can make the difference. Well, So rather than think of it as the way humans would go about it, letting the divine loose to use their power more fully than ever before, that can turn things around and save the day. But absolutely. we have to do it. We have to be in the lead. So we can't emphasize enough, get the Empowered Prayer Book. Get wisdom.com slash prayer and learn about, study, sign up for the training of the Lightworker Healing Protocol. You can learn all about it. Get wisdom.com slash LHP. Get wisdom.com slash LHP. Um, visit getwisdom.com and you can hire our practitioners to do the LHP for you to get benefits right away while you learn the protocol and build up your own belief system. So there's lots to do. There's no time to waste. Get over to GetWisdom.com today. I'm afraid that's all we have again, Carl, for this week's Get Wisdom. Thanks, everybody. All right. Be well. 
you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 